0: Welcome to TTP Turnbuckle Talk podcast. You're listening to Kieran Cooper and John Dugan. This podcast is sponsored by Dirty Blondes. Dirty Blondes is a bar located in the heart of Blackpool, famous for their banging tunes, cocktails and 18-inch pizzas. The only place to get a pizza as big as your table across the Foul Coast. If you're ever in Blackpool, check them out. They're on Facebook and on Instagram. That's Dirty Blondes blackpool let's talk wrestling welcome to ttp turnbuckle talk podcast i'm joined by half man half iron Brew. it is john <laughs> dugan hello hello and um, we're joined by a special guest it is the wrestler from essex aaron Wands. hi guys thanks for having me how you doing how we doing yeah all well, good thanks
1: um i'll be better when we can get back to shows and get back in the gym but at the moment, I'm just, yeah, I'm doing okay, thank you.
0: When when was your last match?
1: Uh, it was December the 18th, I believe, just before Christmas. It was a lad match um, okay. for the SOS, that's the School of Slam, um, which is where I train for the SOS title, um, which I won. I was going to say, you have a
0: belt, so I'm guessing you won.
1: Yeah, so um, my head coach, Paul Tyrrell, um, amazing coach, by the way, uh, he, he runs the SOS school. And he used to promote the UWA, which he's he, he was bringing back before the lockdown. So we had one show uh, February of last year. Um, I, I wrestled Jody Fleisch on that in the main event, which was, which was like a dream match for me. Um, and then we had like Johnny Storm and a few other guys and a lot of our local guys, uh, Dexter, um, Ben Jones, Harry Mant a few of those guys on there, Corey McRae, who's incredible. Um, so, yeah, so then... Paul wants a new UWA champion as well. So I not only did I win the SOS belt, I was then awarded with the UWA belt that night as well. So I'm the first yeah, you know, UWA champion for the for the new new brand.
0: Okay. That's
2: awesome. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um so that was in the ladder match. How we, how do you prepare for ladder matches? Is there a, an act to <laughs> it or is it just see how it goes?
1: Um, well, the, the thing with ladders, is it's my, actually my third one, I, I won a mm. money in the bank a couple of years ago, which is quite fun. Mm. Um, y- you don't realise how unsturdy the ladders are once you get them in the ring. So it's, it's trying to stay on the ladder a lot of the time. But you, uh, you clear the next two or three days in the hope that you're not going to be in too much pain, basically. And do your right. research. I mean, there's, there's some classic ladder matches out there, like as we've all seen, or the old TLC matches and things. But yeah, I know, like one of the, my favourite ones is, is Jericho Benoit one, which obviously a lot of people don't like to talk about anymore. Mm. But that was you, they used. They use the ladder in such a different way. So yeah, it's, you, you do your research, um, and as I say, clear the next few days and hope your back's
0: all right. <laughs> Did you, it- you take any um, big bumps like the right. WrestleMania 17 TLC match? um i took a spanish fly we set up two ladders
1: and i took a spanish fly from a ladder um nice. about three quarters way up and then he then frog splashed me off the top of the ladder and he's quite a bit of ryan boyne his name is is for, for a big guy he can move mm. so hopefully the, the match will be online next week and and, and i'll get people should see that because yeah the guy this guy's very impressive and yeah him landing on me from a. Uh, from big old ladder that that was that was something down there looking at him coming down at you you just hope for the best there for sure God. the spanish fly was beautiful yeah he's he, say he's he's a big guy but he, can, he can fly and he can move hmm.
0: um sorry before i cut you off john um and hmm. where's that footage being uploaded to um so the as an sos youtube
1: page if you just search for school of Slam wrestling um they'll all go through there it's all shared through the facebook page again sos wrestling um, I'll share it on all my socials as well, the link. Um, so, my, all mine are, is Aaron, well, my Facebook is Aaron Ward's PW for pro wrestler. And then obviously my Aaron Ward's Instagram as well. It's all, all the same. Yeah. Go on, John.
2: Um, so, you, what's your favourite stipulation match to do? Is it the ladder match or do you have any other ones that you quite like?
1: Um, I, well, I two, I've won two out of three, I've been in. So, you could say that's that's. A specialist match of mine, I guess. Um, but yeah, I've been in, there's a few sort of hardcore matches. I had a um, street fight match with Big Joe over at DNA in Ipswich. That was that was good fun. Uh, we made it onto Botchamania when the table didn't break. Oh, so God. It was on the same <laughs> episode as Jericho's Bubbly. So, you know, it's not bad. That's
2: not bad. <laughs> yeah. um, when things like that happen, is it, Literally, you just got to think on your feet and you just go with it, or is, is there like, yeah,
1: I, I mean, big discussions Joe's, on it for the, for the name, he's a big guy. So, um, I've bounced off the table, I've sold round, and he's just coming towards me with his flying knee. So, I was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Um, which, yeah, so got, you got you just have to go with it, don't you? Because you know, you give up the game if you just stand there, like, oh, what's next? Yeah, mm. <laughs> crack on, didn't you?
2: Do you, um, when you do matches, do you prepare them or do you kind of just have a feel for the crowd or and see how?
1: So the, the, see when works. I first started, I, I was literally you know like a like, like, let's do this 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 and this. Um, and the more I've established a, a move set, if you will, um, it's it become easier for me to now be like, okay, well I do this. I need you here, and then we'll, we'll you know, and I can just be like, this will be your heat here. Insert heat here, and I can just you know wing that for a bit. But yeah, still a lot. I like to know where I'm going. Um, but then there's there's moments where you know you've got to listen to the crowd because that's what you're there for, isn't it? So yeah, you know, if, if they were, if they're liking a strike off, for example, you'll keep it going because they're into it. If they if they don't like it, cut it short. Let's move on. So you know it's, it's a mixture of the two. Um, and there's been a there's, there was one show I worked with another SOS guy, Nick Payne. Um, over at hew and we decided to call out on the fly out there um we did a, we had to do a submission match but as a draw <laughs> so mm. uh, because we worked uh, well together a lot we could like call a lot of it out there which is really fun mm. but i think with i try i wouldn't say i'm a super high flyer but with some of the high flying things i do you kind of need someone to know what's coming their way because if i go for something and they stand in the, in the way or they're too far back
0: It's going to look stupid and I'm going to hurt myself. (laughs) So how long have you um, been wrestling for? Uh, So it's four years in January I
1: first trained. Okay. Um, And we've got the luxury of of, um, SOS as an academy puts on shows itself. So um, I started off with a rumble, as as a lot of us do, but I started pretty quickly. Um, I was put on a rumble within sort of three months of training, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, yeah, so I said, we had the luxury of, of um, training at a, a local caravan camp, so we putting on like camp shows. So, you know, it's not the hardcore wrestling fans. If I did mess up or something didn't look right, I'm not going to get slaughtered for it. So I managed to get on that level of show quite early, to be honest. And then professional, first professional show was s- September of that same year. So sort of a eight, nine-month turnaround. OK,
0: so I'm kind of working my way backwards, but how did you get into mm-hmm. wrestling um is it just something you want to get into was your family wrestlers oh no so um
1: i've got an older brother um and he's one of his best friends so my old brother his name's alex he, he said he's gonna listen to this later um he's got a friend steve who was also gonna listen to this later um mm-hmm. alex and steve. <laughs> <laughs> they have they, always like big wrestling fans um steve's like he still he still now will watch like the ninety like 90s 90, and 91 92 sort of matches and Everyone was a massive Attitude Era fan, I think. So them two really, Mm. like, you know, my brother used to borrow VHSs from from Steve and and things like that. So I'd I'd watch that. And then with the sibling rivalry, he was always Brett. I was Sean. Then he was The Rock. I was Austin. And the living room has seen some five-star matches, as you can imagine. Um, So then, yeah. And then then, um, Wrestling League, which is no longer running, started running a few shows in Harwich. So I went along to a few of those, then they opened the academy uh, and then about a year after that opened I was like this is doing really well, I'll give it a go and then that's it, that's it really. Mm-hmm. I think like all of us that get interested wrestling that we are fans that just kind of don't grow up. <laughs>
0: <And we> don't <laughs> How old are you? you you've... I'm 31. And I did start I was
1: 27, so I wish I'd have started when I was like 16, <laughs> but
0: I'd probably be broken by now. But yeah, because <laughs> me know. and John are both in our 30s, and people mm. in our 30s, we we lived in that 90s yeah, actually, which is just
1: unparalleled.
0: It was it was huge. Like everyone, you could walk into
1: school and everyone knew who's like Steve Austin, The Rock, and The Taker, and, and Kane, and everyone was. Um Yes, yeah, so, like, and then I just didn't stop watching so like, got to <laughs> the, like when I was like yeah. 19, 16 and everyone stopped watching and I'm like yeah I really need time to talk about the paper you watched last night like, I stayed up till four I'm in school Monday morning
3: like,
1: <laughs> <early> <laughs> but yeah I was that guy
2: uh who was your favorite then uh, growing up
1: my first ever favorite was Shawn Michaels and he's continued mm-hmm. to be throughout throughout my like as as a fan and then as a as a as, as a wrestler watching his stuff is just amazing um, but then obviously being a smaller guy, I was always the smaller guys that got me, I mean I was—I used to be a huge X-Pac fan back in the day mm, um, he, he was my guy for a long time, uh, the whole DX thing was brilliant for me um, with the Outlaws as well, Triple H in China and then yeah its you go back and you sort of like when you're putting your moveset together you sort of like cherry pick bits you like from like various people like Jericho mm. was one of my guys and the angle and those sorts of when the smaller
0: guys came in, that sort of thing was was great for me. Now, I think that every wrestler needs is a move set. They got the uh, you know attire as well, but everyone needs a good catchphrase. Which brings me on to my next uh, <laughs> subject. <laughs> What's your catchphrase? It's you've been warned.
1: <laughs> uh, the on the warns, because um, it's it's, it's my legit name. Mm. um i mean Harridge is a small town so when i did my first show um i like a lot of people were intrigued and wanted to come down and just just i think they want to see me in some tights to be honest but <laughs> <laughs> um so i used my use my shoot name for it and then it just became that became a thing i was like when new day were, we're do, doing the new day rocks thing and then it was like you've been warned i was like this is so yeah. bad. Okay. <laughs> so it just became a thing and then like, like my finish is the final warning and just it's, it works yeah. so uh yeah i'll go with yeah, that you've even got it on your merch as well yeah so i had a new a brand new t-shirt um it dropped last week the design and it's gone live on on the gear tonight but mm. well, just before i came on actually uh ronda and josh doing a great job over there so if anyone hasn't been on over there yet go check it out like it's got all the UK guys on there and they're absolutely great service. Um but yeah the links up on my socials um which I'll post along we'll share when I share this out as well. So um
0: yeah so that's yeah my brand new t-shirts out right now. How did um your parents did, did they think you was just a, you know a dream that you was gonna get over or did they actually think you was gonna get into the wrestling business?
1: So um, so when I was younger, uh, my mum was always very involved in anything I did, so with football and things like that. Uh, so I, I, was, I had a quite a big operation like 12 years ago now, and I'd never really managed to get back into football at the level I wanted to um, afterwards. So there's always a gap of something I like a hobby or something I need to do. So as soon mm-hmm. as I said about rest, mum was like, "Yes, that's perfect for you." Mm-hmm. Um, and I think out of let's just say 50 shows I've done in Harrods, she's been to 48, 49 of them. <laughs> she'll yeah. change shifts and she'll yeah. cover, like and just like weeks in advance, be like, yep, I'm there, get my ticket, get my T-shirt on on front row. <laughs> so yeah, she's become, I mean, she's become part of the furniture at the show, so she was using an angle at one point, and <laughs> great. <Nice.
2: laughs> That's cool. Um, so are you just mainly based around where you live, or do you ever... Like go to different places as well.
1: Yes, so Harwich is kind of like the end of the earth. Um, it's like right in the corner of Essex, North Essex. Um, mm. So, yeah, for, for me to go to, I mean, I'd love to obviously to, to be out there. I've worked for, um, as I said, DNA, DOA, which are both in Suffolk, uh, HEW, which is also in Essex. Um, there's a couple of other, a few, two, three others as well, sort of around the Essex-Suffolk area, Norfolk area. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's hard because, um, which I know I need to do more of and I will be doing more of as soon as we're allowed to, is that going to shows, offering to set up the chairs and things like that. Mm. When we're like an hour and a half, two hours from London in the car, it's a long way to go to set up a chair and in the hope to get on show three four shows down the line. Yeah, but I know it needs to be done. Um, it's just, yeah, like at the t- before there's always been like, you know, lack of funds or like the car needs repair and I wouldn't trust it to get up the road that far. And But now I've got everything in place. There's absolutely nothing stopping me except from coronavirus. <laughs> like, does, um,
2: sorry, does um, Essex have its own sort of staler wrestling, would you say?
1: Um. Not that I'm aware. Of. I mean, there's, there's quite a few of the um, the world of sport guys at mm. uh, um, based around this play. I mean, and Paul Till himself is very much an advocate of the of the British rules. So we even have a British rules championship mm. at SOS. So that's yeah, SOS I've seen that over, over the, the three um, three rounds of uh, five rounds, uh, etc. And the the new belt is absolutely beautiful as well. So that's what it's I've really good.
2: There. Yeah, I've seen the belt. Um what's the like having about do you not find you want to wear it everywhere
1: um i mean this one's <laughs> really heavy like, it's, it's so heavy. like it, it comes in this like huge case it looks like i'm carrying like a saxophone or something
3: <laughs> um,
1: yeah it's, i mean when I, I took it home like and, and, and undid the case and i just looked at it um and i don't care what anyone says i know it's like a prop or whatever you want to call it but to get Given a belt and like you just you still you still mark out for yourself a little bit don't you
0: you're like yeah yeah, this is my belt the question is do you get any anything free do you you ever go like oh look mcdonald's i've got a belt and they go, there (laughs) we go give Um, give them a free big mark i haven't yet but i've
1: i've i've been like people have have said like oh you you do wrestling don't you can i buy you a drink i'm like yeah absolutely you can um, because it's I said there's not many people you don't kn- know many people that do this unless you're in mm. it sort of thing so like yeah I get so many questions all the time but like you don't want to talk about it too much so I'll, I always mm. to everything is when they always say is it real does it hurt I would say come to a show watch
0: it then you can ask me any question you want afterwards mm. what you should do is do what Vader did and when they say it's fake, grab the person's tongue. Right.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he's a bit bigger than me, though, isn't he? <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I um I did some research on on Harwich because I wasn't I wasn't too sure. We're both from Blackpool. You, you pronounced it right, so that's a start. A lot of people oh, don't. Good. So well done. <laughs> so I figured um, there's a few things I found out. Um, so they have like, a pier, and they have um, a lot of ferries. Yes, but one thing that struck me is you can go seal watching. Yeah,
1: you can. Did you know um, this, John?
0: I don't know that. No, there's five like
1: well, the the things you can do in this, this lovely town. <laughs> is uh, yeah. see seals if it uh, takes your fancy.
0: So out into it and there's these pictures when there's just there's just loads of seals just. Yeah, yeah. there you go. So sleep Which little town full of seals. <laughs> we're good for tourism now. This this podcast we're, we're
2: Um, How are you doing with training during lockdown? Has that been quite tough or are you doing all right? Yeah,
1: well, um, before uh, I, as I said to you, like with with the going to shows and things like that, I really started taking my nutrition and my workout seriously. So I had a trainer, um, Lewis Stanley, Lewis Stanley Fitness on Instagram, who did me a 12-week plan with my diet and my, my exercise. And then I was on week... 10 i think when the gym shut again so i was so close to the end so i really got <laughs> myself and then it was christmas so i was like oh, i love christmas <laughs> but he he then rejigged me a workout with the equipment i have at home so i'm still sticking to the diet religiously calorie counting weighing everything else hitting macros and then i'm doing a like a home workout for, like five days a week i've got an exercise bike which is just over there where i can you know sit and watch you know, I'll be watching the Limitation Chamber Monday evening whilst on the bike because so I knock out an hour or so on there so yeah I mean it's not the same but it's what we it's, you know it's been a we get you by. yeah.
3: yeah
0: do you find that uh, because you said you know you not many people wrestle in your town do you get a lot of people kind of thinking, uh, young kids thinking oh maybe if he's doing it I could probably do it
1: Oh, yeah. You know, honestly, yeah. Um, got, as 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 a as a face down in, down in Harridge um, when I work the shows, I do get a lot of the younger kids like really sort of. I think you know they they really follow me like support me like really well. Um, I think it's like the whole what like Vince said about Ray Mysterio. I'm not comparing myself to Ray, by the way. <laughs> but like the kids see that figure and they're like, "That's cool. That I can do that kind of thing." Yeah. So yeah, um, I think, well, hopefully it, it helps. I mean, they seem to enjoy my matches, so that's always good. It's
3: about, sorry. Is there, a, oh, sorry. <laughs> Is
2: there um, a lot of kids at the wrestling school? Do you think? Uh,
1: We did have a juniors class actually, um, which, because we had to split it out because there was quite a few coming and we wanted to bring them up. And rather than being in the ring with some six or two, like eighteen stone guy, it's not really fair. So, <laughs> Um, but a couple of a couple of the guys um charlie may especially was he's like the standout junior um and he was really making a name for himself um but yeah there was there was a good sort of 10 in the class of under 16s for a while um but yeah it's, it's, it's good we obviously went when we went back to where we was allowed to do like small sorts of training like we had to write that one off but hopefully mm-hmm. when we're back
0: to normal we'll get the numbers back in yeah it's good to see because i mean you know being like all the similar age when we were growing up there was there was no way to get into wrestling there was you get the you know the wrestling magazines and you'll be like american magazine i'll be like you know go to some state to wrestle (laughs) no way in England (laughs) there's a wrestling school and now
1: hearing about one of the guys he went to hammerlock and i was like how do i not know about that years ago i loved wrestling so much and I didn't really know much about the independence scene as far as i was aware wrestling was in america
0: Mm. yeah that's all i knew Mm. and i suppose it is because of internet as well but yeah like wrestling has just has come so much more trendy if you will now
1: yeah as i say you can just go online and look up wrestling schools and they'll be like oh actually there's one an hour down the road Mm. which you know, but when back in the back in the day, you used to have to re. If you wanted it, you have to like two, three hour drives, like both ways, and that sort of thing. where I live literally five minutes from where we we train. Yeah. So for me, that's really. amazing. But um, yeah, and then we still get guys come down like a lot because is probably the biggest town outside of Harwich. A lot of our guys live there, and some even further on, sort of Chelmsford way, mm. um, which probably doesn't mean an awful lot to you guys, <laughs> but um. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I went I, I I all it. these places because of football and like you know because of the league. Yes, <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. yeah. um, I think it's because like wrestling used to be really secretive, didn't it? And yeah, especially like, our age, it was always perceived as that like, it was like a hundred percent genuine what you were seeing.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, when did you kind of find out uh, it wasn't? And do you remember it well?
1: There was. Um... I don't know if you guys remember this. There was this like Secrets of Wrestling show on TV. Oh yeah, it was I like was the mass, the mass, the, the mass magician. Yeah, it was yeah the magician one, was, and then yes. they did a wrestling one, Secrets yeah, of Wrestling yeah, one. I remember and I watched that, that and I was, was like you could hear the glass breaking my ear, like. oh, no, <laughs> um, And then you go back, and you're like, "Well, actually, he's just punched him in the face ten times, and he's still standing. He's <laughs> not bleeding. He's not bruised." So. Um, okay. Did they ever? Yeah, I remember, I remember that though? program. Um, so I think that was the first one, um, and then uh, but then after that I was just like, I'm still going to watch it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I remember being at uh, being at football, and there was, I think it was a, like a TLC or something that was on Sunday, uh, and it was a big UFC, like I think it was McGregor fight, and then a big box match all in one weekend. And everyone said, "Which one am I going to watch?" So I said, "Well, I'm going to watch the wrestling because I know I'm guaranteed three hours of a great show." Mm. I think that I think the McGregor fight went like sixty seconds, and they paid like fifteen quid for that. I'm like, and it's about five o'clock <laughs> in the morning. I was like, I got paid yeah. for money. I saw yeah. someone get put for a table. This is great. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: um, and it's um, as one say, it's funny. Like when you used to watch wrestling, you used to have to stay up, record it yeah. on the VHS. Like yep. uh, we had um. um we had R.P. Davis, who's a, who was a professional boxer turned wrestler. And he was saying that, like, you had to invest into wrestling when you were younger. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And I, I think that's carried I mean,
0: we, we on had, like, with
1: us. He's like faux leather video library cases on this old bookshelf. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was, yeah. like, written scribbled on the side, like, <laughs> no way out, 98. And just things like that. I mean, my brother used to, yeah, record them all. Good time. Yeah,
2: I I always just to... uh record it and then if i had any of my mates that said it wasn't real I would show them like clips of like Mankind being thrown off a cage and they like how is that not real? And yeah how's he like, checked like, that? <laughs> yeah um, What is your uh, what was your favourite pay-per-view to watch when you were growing up?
1: Do you think? Um, I'm, I'm a huge Rumble fan I just love the Rumble even even I, stay, I stayed up for this year's like again mm, took the Monday damn. I was, uh, Love a Rumble, and then obviously WrestleMania. Um, but I think one of my favourite ever is this a Survivor Series. I think it's 2002, the first Elimination Chamber where Michaels wins the belt and you've yeah. got uh, Brock in show on the undercard where mm-hmm. Heyman turns on Brock. That's a really good pay-per-view. If anyone gets yeah. That sort of because I think that's the where um, there's the Smackdown 6 and there's uh, Ray and Edge against Benoit and Angle against the Los Guerreros in a three-way tag match as well. Mm. And it's at Madison Square Garden, which always looks cool.
0: Mm.
1: So that's a really good show. And I think WrestleMania 17 is everyone's go-to, though, isn't it? Yeah, it, it
0: a, is, a, it is yeah. a great event.
1: Yeah.
0: What, what do you think of like the products now?
1: It took me a while to get into without the crowds, for sure. But then uh, mm. they were playing around with a few things, weren't they? The Dome helps for sure, mm. um, but because there's so much, I just limited I limit to the pay-per-views because they usually catch up you up with anything you've missed, like storyline-wise. Mm. Or if I read online, like SmackDown Cesaro, Russell Bryan, I'm gonna be like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna search that one out and watch that one. That um, I was watching some of NXT on my lunch break earlier, so I was just going through Balor and done. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll watch all the pay-per-views and things like that. Uh, I'll even, like, watch Wrestle Kingdom and, like, most of the AEW pay-per-views as well, but the weekly stuff is so... It's just so much of it. There's a lot in there.
2: The yeah, thing is,
0: that, um like, the actual show, like, Ron Smackdown goes on for, like, three hours. Mm. Yeah. And I don't... I mean, I work full-time, then I want to work out, then I
1: want to eat, and then I want to shower. Yeah, Okay, it's ten o'clock. <laughs> I watch a, <laughs> I watch three hours of Raw, but I'm asleep by like <laughs> an hour in.
2: Have you got any favourites of the current product then?
1: Um I mean i I I I'm a big fan of Drew's actually. Like I think he's unfortunate to have held the belt without fans, but he's done really well, I think. Mm-hmm. Um but again it's 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 like the, the smaller guys for me that I'm gonna look at more because I mean as but Reigns is killing it at the moment.
3: Yeah, Especially it's really AJ working amazing.
1: on it. Mm. But I'm not I'm not going to start powerbombing and, like, spearing people because that's just not me. <laughs> like, but, yeah, he is, he, they're, 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 them two as champions are doing great. I mean, obviously, I loved Edge coming back um, and all that good stuff. But, I mean, AJ, again, he's another one that I've watched for years and I'll continue to watch because he's just amazing. Um, have you ever? Do you ever do tag
2: team matches?
1: Um, yeah, I was uh, when I was first sort of um, doing the pro shows. there was quite a few tag matches, um, but the, my tag partner had uh, yeah, I think he had to have knee surgery in the end. So, mm. uh, and no disrespect to him or to anyone, but I don't like to rely on someone else. So, like, I mean, that could happen to anyone. I mean, it could happen to me, and mm. I wouldn't want my partner to not get booked because I've been injured and vice versa.
2: Is Um, it, is it like a harder match to sort of get the dynamic of? Because
1: there's so many people. If anything, it's it's easier because you get Mm. like, um, the baby faces have a shine up at the start, heels work, many like false tag or whatever, then you have the hot tag and the go home. So it's actually, it's pretty easy to be honest. Mm. Um, Sorry to, Okay, kayfabe guys <laughs> <laughs> Do you, um... uh, yeah so i mean but i feel like I, I can have more fun with with singles matches because 90% of the time i am the smaller guy as well so i can always play on that mm. um no, I, I wrestle with cody hall and he's like seven foot tall legit and, like how, and how tall are you feet. uh five six
0: <laughs> so okay.
1: uh yeah on my instagram there's a photo of me looking up to him and i'm like okay this is about to happen, but we can tell the story that he's just launched me around and a little comeback, underdog's not quite dead. And then and he legit knocked me out that match as well.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: in, um, in SOS, um, do you have um, males and females against each other?
1: We have had, I think it's only sort of like, there was a mixed tag I remember being a part of. And there was a was one match that was a um they were they were a pet they were a partnership and then she was she was more his valet but she was doing single stuff and then she turned on him and they worked a match.
3: Okay. Um
1: but it's not it's not massively a thing that we do. I mean there was okay. one wrestler we had, Harley Ray, who's no longer wrestles, but she, she would work quite a bit with the guys. Mm. Um, but then we bit, built up a bit of a women's division and so like that became its own its own thing in the end
0: yeah and is it is it a good women division now for SOS
1: um not so much
0: because I said like I say hardly no longer
1: wrestles um and then another one like stopped for university reasons I believe mm-hmm. so it's like kind of dwindled down for okay. various reasons but um Paul's Paul's very well connected with women's wrestling. He actually helped train Bear Phoenix, so okay. um, he he's got quite a few contacts. So we had Heidi Katrine on a show with us uh, last December, um, and I believe Sky Smithson is going to like, be involved with with any any women we have involved as well. Uh, okay, also, yeah. um, Paul's very well connected with WAW as well. So like Zach and Ricky and everybody. So. I think, mm. um, yeah, you, know, you know, he could always see if Julia or the Bellatrix ladies want to want to have a match on the show if we if we have
0: that. Also, we have the option, so that's
1: yeah.
3: good.
0: And is there many um, promotions around Essex and around the area that you're at? Um, so obviously, we've got ourselves um, SOS
1: slash UWA in Suffolk. So Ipswich is just over the over the river from us. You've got DNA and DOA. Um, DNA so, I mean DOA have been do- going for a while and put on some sh- some really good shows mm. DNA have, have had some classics uh, I've been to like, nearly all their shows I've watched a couple of their shows as well um, I mean before he ruined his own career they had David Starr there quite a while um, Paul Robinson have done a fair few of their shows and some, some really good guys over there a lot of the SOS guys managed to get over there mm. as well which is good um, there's a tag team who work for both called the Lads, Ben Jones and Alex Echo, who are amazing. They're really worth checking out. Um, and then I believe Russell Force work a lot of Essex as well. Uh, that's Ollie Peace's company. Um, and there's a couple of smaller ones. Um, I mean HEW were, were, much, were, were huge, sort of like in the, in the early 2000s. They still run a few shows. And who else have we got? Uh, and then, then Triumph Wrestling did a few shows in sort of around Grey's area. Um, I did a couple of shows for them as well.
0: So that was yeah, it's, it's, I mean it,
1: it's, it's quite a few. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, do you reckon that's um, a positive or is it lots of competition?
1: I think it's like the unwritten rule isn't it? So like everyone has their own territory if you will. So like no one's going to go out to the yeah. orange without asking the knights. Um, you know that sort of thing. So I mean, it's only a good thing if if these shows are good, like well produced and sell them well. Then and there's more places to work for for people. Then it's great.
0: Mm. Yeah, I agree.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, you said you like a baby face. Have you ever been here? Or Would you like to be here?
1: To uh, yeah. I mean, we we did actually a SOS and WAW exchange. So we did a show like we did one show up there and one show down here. So obviously going into there, we were we were all heels. Wow. Um, that was great. <laughs> uh, that's really good fun. And <laughs> I, I did uh, Falling Star is another promotion where um, myself and Alex Echo worked as a tag against their tag champion. So obviously we went in as a heels. Um, but because we're quite, we're, as I said, we're both smaller guys, we could be that sort of, we believed we were like these, these monsters, these huge guys <laughs> that, you know, flexing our muscles and trying to power slam people. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun there. Um, But, yeah, I'm always open to working more that side and and sort of boarding my game there. Absolutely.
2: How have you come up with your sort of, what your persona is going to be? Is it kind of you cranked up to 11 or is it?
3: Yeah,
1: I mean, it's, I wouldn't say I've got a character as such because I can't, like, I do... Maybe too heavily rely on the fact that you know I'm all, I'm nine I say nine times out of ten the smaller guy, so I can be that underdog. Mm. Um, but I, it's something that I feel feel like at the moment is the weakest part of me as as a wrestler. Is if my actual character like I can't say that I you know I'm Aaron Warrens and I am a pilot <laughs> or like do you know what I mean mm-hmm. or I'm um, Repo Man. Yeah, I'm not. It's, it's, I haven't got a character or such like that. Uh, so mm. it's, it's something I, I have been working on in this downtime
2: to sort of come back with. Yeah, it's a good time to do it, isn't it? I think it's it's one of them. Absolutely. And it, it, I suppose different people concentrate on uh, what they would do. So some would go straight and try and get that character first, and then try and maybe hone their wrestling skills. Which would you say is better to do? Get your wrestling skills first, and then Try and work out who you're going
1: to be. It, it really depends what your strengths are. I mean, we've got a guy, um, Jack Biggs, his name is, who's a former actor. So mm. for him, like the character stuff came easy. His promos are great, and like he projects his voice very well. He speaks very well because that's where he's from. I'm from more a sports orientated background, so therefore, like the moves come easier to me than the character does. Therefore, mm. I'll put that to the front, and I'll work on the character alongside that. But yeah, as I said, I think, just, I think it's, it's person by person basis. Some people come into it thinking like, oh, I'm going to be this and then put the moves to that. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: How did you pick, like, uh, have you got entrance music?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, it's quite generic, but I use Throne by Bring Me The Horizon.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I actually remember he, I, was, I heard it on the radio before I'd ever wrestled. And I was like, if I ever wrestle, this will be my thing. <laughs> and like, sort of six months later, they're like, pick a theme. I was like, oh, what's that song called? <laughs> I was humming it away. And I was like, what are you all about? I was like, no, no, it's this song. And I was humming it like an idiot. And it was like, that's what it is. And I'm like, ah, okay, yeah, I'll use that.
2: Do, do you and... like, sorry, do you do you like practice how you're going to walk into that as well? Or did, you, did, run, actually, yeah. did you run ideas by people? What you think no, so,
1: I, I had my headphones in. <laughs> I had a hood up and I was just walking around I was like, well, I'm gonna do this when it gets to this bit and this when it gets to this bit. What but what he means was, is he was like, Mom, <laughs> is this okay? I I remember going to um I went to crew at a progress show um but f- with Sid Scala, who he was on the show and he was do, um doing his new the business character, which was awesome by the way. Mm. And he had like this, I think it was one minute 30 entrance and he had exact points where to hit on each point. Because he, he like came out in a full suit and it was like second 12, undo top button, <laughs> Second 24, undo Like he was so meticulous.
3: God.
1: But he's he, like, he is amazing. Like he, know, he getting feedback from that guy, he, all the subtle details. So him, seeing him do that, I was like, okay, that's obviously the way
0: to go. With the music. You, you have to be careful what you pick because of like rights or whether the band
1: yeah um so like with with youtube uploads and stuff like that sometimes with like it takes longer to upload like, you have to clear that um and make sure you're not making any money off mm. it as well for videos and that sort of thing um i have been speak. i was speaking before with kayfabe music and i will i probably will again soon actually because I think the custom way is, is the best way to go because it's mine, it belongs to me. And like, I can't, yeah. if I turn up at another show, as I said, it's quite a generic song. So if I turn up at another show and like,
0: oh, well, we've already got another guy to use that. Right. Yeah, yeah uh, because the reason I asked, there's a wrestler uh, called Grey for ICW who is hilarious. Uh, yes. And his yes. music was um, Madonna, Like a Prayer. And he, oh, got, yeah, he, yeah. Got, he, got, he got told he wasn't allowed to, to use the music. So then the audience just sings it as he comes out.
3: <laughs> it's, just, it's just great
0: so yeah I just wondered oh, um, have you had any um, reality TV show uh, people come down to wrestle or to watch your I'm obviously referring to the only way I, is Essex yeah I
1: think they were originally going to use our school a couple like of okay. years before they end up actually doing it because um, there was talks about it but we did have um, Ipswich centre forward James Norwood, so his Twitter videos were going wild. Every time he scored, he would like do a Triple H or a Steve Austin, like two like mm. bottles and everything. <laughs> and then uh, The Rock retweeted him when he did The Rock. Oh no! Nice. So that just blew up. But so we did. We got James involved with a charity event. We did it for breast cancer. Um, yeah, fingers breast cancer. It was a cancer charity. Um, and Football Focus and Sky Sports all came down to that. Nice. So that was quite cool. Yeah. Um, and he, the thing was the, that was on a Wednesday. And I think the night before he, he got taken off at the sub for doing his groin. So he couldn't do much when <laughs> he came down. But he hit, he hit a couple of rock bottoms. But he was like an excited child. He was like, oh, I want to come off the top rope. Right. I wanted to do this. And it was like, Ipswich will kill us. If you go back more injured than you are already, so please <laughs> do this, you'll be
0: fine. But that was, yeah, that was really good fun. That was. And have you had any encounters with any actual uh, wrestling stars?
1: Um, um, yeah, I was at a WrestleGate show, um, and it's quite a famous show because they ended up having the cancelled pack and Adam Page match um because he was a surprise uh, adam page was a surprise that he just turned up at the end and they, they'd done their match it was great so i met both those guys after the show um nice. and i like, pack is incredible um I, I love him he's actually quite a nice guy but i didn't say that um <laughs> I, i've met osprey a couple of times as well um uh, because he's an essex guy as well a couple of shows and um i trained a couple of times at lucha school uh, london school lucha libre which he co i believe with greg burridge mm-hmm. and gary um so yeah i've met him a couple of times but none of the american guys
0: Pack is is decent though. I, I, like the oh, music he can like off the top rope it's just it's like a video game yeah <laughs> that's that's
1: why you can't i can't really pigeon myself as a flyer because there's people like him that do the things he do so if i could yeah. just be like out round my games so because if if i ever made onto a show with him whatever i hit he's just gonna blow out of the water anyway isn't he so <laughs> you gotta like broaden your arsenal yeah who would be your um,
2: perfect opposition do you think If you had to choose anyone.
1: Um, Well, I did, I was asked this by Paul and I did say Jody was one of my all-time favourites to wrestle and he booked the match next, the following month, which is great. (laughs) Um, In the UK, I'd love to wrestle someone like, I've always said someone like Rampage because he's just so big. And I'd I'd love the big big guy, small guy. Like, it's an easy story for me, for us all to tell. Um, So someone like Rampage would be, brilliant um mm. obviously pack would be amazing um but yeah there's 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 quite a few up and coming guys like loads of the up and coming guys that i can't wait to get out there and, and wrestle with
0: is there anyone that's after your belt now i mean i hope so i
1: <laughs> think
0: that it's important enough <laughs> <everyone>. <laughs> but i mean is uh, there someone you know who's yeah i think i singled you out and after it Not,
1: not yet because we don't know when we can we go back out. So like our December show is usually our biggest show of the year anyway. But that was kind of we put an end to like all of the stories have ended now. Wow, so okay. there's no new number one contenders and things like that because we're not like when we relaunch from because when we relaunched um, when SOS rebranded and we did it in January we had a number one contenders match a title match and all these things on that show, which I'm sure we'll do again. Um, I think we're gonna have another. SOS show. Um, so any of th- I'd love to rest any of those guys like Zach or or Ricky Jr. Mm. or someone like that. It'd be great. You'll have to do
0: like an open challenge. I'm scared if we'll come through.
1: Though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'll, do, I'll do. I'll I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do an open challenge. I'll open. I'll, I'll put it out there now. I'll wrestle anyone for my UWA time. And then
0: John will come out in some spandex. <laughs> Oh, yep. yeah. <laughs> so <if you> <laughs> yeah. Down the Brew King. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's probably the last bit 30 seconds. <laughs> um, what's there, what's the hardest thing in wrestling that people may not realise?
1: Um, I mean, just that everything actually does hurt. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not a trampoline. It's not like, mm. you know what I mean, like, just bumping. You get used to it. And you get used to running ropes, but after my first session, my back was so sore, and I had like rope marks all on me. Um, were, you, were you
2: expecting that, or did you think, oh, did you think just because of how people think wrestling is, like, oh, I'll be alright? It's just like lifting and stuff like that. Or did you realise yeah, how hard it going to be?
1: Oh yeah, generally, I generally went in there thinking, oh, this this would be quite fun. Like, it doesn't look like it's that bad. Mm. Obviously, I say you get a tolerance to it. Um, and then it's, it's also the, the performing aspect because you've got to remember, like, I'll take a move, I'll take a suplex or something like that, and I'll be like, oh yeah, I've got to tell the audience where that hurt. And mm. then you got to, be, once you make that second nature, that's, all, that's always great. Um, and yeah, I think the fact that, like, it, everything does actually hurt. <laughs> it hurts <laughs> a lot. I think that's what I've seen it's, uh, it's,
0: it's all
2: fake. Like. Pardon? I think what I'd find hard is the selling of, like, a move because, like, guys, usually you have to, like, act as if stuff doesn't really hurt you. So for you to be like, yeah. oh, that's really sore," like, it must be quite <laughs> hard to do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's when I won my first training session. They was if I was instructed to sell as you're in a match because if you can't do it here, you're not going to be able to translate out there. Yeah. Um, the London School of Lucha Libre, Greg Burrage, the head trainer there, what he'll do for his warm-up is he'll put on some dance music, you'll have like aerobic dance around, like getting stretches and stuff in, but you'll also dance around like an absolute loon as well, because <laughs> you really, like, you, you know, you put down your inhibitions and you, if you can act like an idiot in front of your, your pals, you'll have no problems doing it on the show, mm. which I think is key, it's really, really important. Yeah. As I said, you, you, you embed it in a second nature. So, taking a, a, a body sound, for example, isn't just going up and going down. It's going up, going down cell.
3: Mm. That's
1: how you take it, sort of thing. So,
0: it's always in there. And what would be, I mean, what's your goal now? And then, what's the ultimate goal? Um,
1: well, my goal now, as I said, I'm in a better position, sort of like life wise. Um, so, Unfortunately, obviously, the virus is about, but it for me, it's hitting shows. Just yeah. like I've missed it so much that I'm not going to miss a show now. Um, yeah. Just getting in my car, filling the car with, with the SOS guys and just hitting shows. Um, mm. I've been announced um, in Rumble Promotions. I've got a tournament in honour of Mal Mason. So I've got that to come up, um, which will be great. Um, I'm, just, I'm, I'm constantly in inboxes of promoters and things like that. As I said, and as I said, even if it's just to let me know when your shows are, I'll come along, help out. So yeah, so that's 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 yeah. the immediate goal. Um, and then you know, once you get there, and you get your name out there, then then I'll then I'll think of the next goal. Mm. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's there's a, there's a there's a production now with NXT UK. I'm not saying that's my goal, but there is a attainable goal now for. UK guys that they can make a yeah. living yeah. without having to do the hard miles and like the eight-hour trips on a Wednesday night and that Don't sort we, of thing. Yeah. So it's good.
2: Would you, would you ever, ever want to wrestle anywhere
1: abroad? I would we'll, oh, love to. Yeah, that's absolutely, absolutely go. I mean, I'm, I, have, I have been speaking to um, exclusive. I've been speaking to a company in mm-hmm. Italy in the last couple of days. So well see where that comes but i was due to go up to wrestlemania last year mm. um and there was a few people i'd been like the, the group of us going will work is we'd spoken to a few guys about shows and um was, was was told we could have a couple of rumble spots and things like that so i mean that would count <laughs> but uh yeah you just we've just got to wait for everything to open back up again uh and then and then we'll go from there
0: um do you have any, any final questions, John?
2: Um, just quickly talk about your ring gear. How easy is that to pick out?
1: Um, well, one of my um, fellow wrestlers, I did the original design for me. Because uh, my first pair were like an off-the-rack generic. They looked like an old pair of edge tights from like circa 99. Mm. But I always wanted white as my first pair. Um, one, because of the Shawn Michaels childhood dream. Mm. He was wearing white ties for that. And also because if you go to a show and then they'll you, and you say to someone, Did you see that match with the guy in the black? You'll say, Which match? Did you see the, yeah. guy, see the guy in the white? Yeah, I remember exactly which one.
3: Yeah.
1: So that's why, that's one of the first reasons I wore white. And also with like, well, my name and the catchphrase and stuff. So it's like, a warning sign with my AW logo in the middle. So that's how it all incorporated in. So that's why I go with the yellow. So the white and the yellow stand out. Um, then we tried a few other colors. So I've got the blue, blue and yellow as well, which, um, yeah, I love those. And then this last show, I debuted my new silver pair. So they're like all metallic silver and, oh, they're beautiful. <laughs> and uh, really? because I don't, I didn't want to go black, I wanted to go to something dark or sort of like darkish compared to the whites
2: so
1: yeah went with them and they came out so well
2: they're quite expensive
1: yeah
3: <laughs>
1: yeah when, when when i bought the blue pair the second pair i think i was quite busy that for a good sort of three four-month period and they pay for themselves after mm. after a little while or so but I'd visit, there was one weekend i worked friday saturday and double duty sunday And it was necessary to have two pairs of gear then, because they would have stunk otherwise. uh, I mean, yes, it's it's an investment in yourself, isn't it? So um, that's why I go to the gym, that's why I eat well, that's why I watch as much wrestling as I can, and why you get the best gear and stuff like that, because you don't want to turn up and just look like some guy's walked off the street.
0: Is Is it quite easy to kind of track down a company that's good at making wrestling gear? It is
1: now, yeah. There's, a, there's some really good ones in the UK, um, but I get mine from eLucha. Lucha um, because they were the one. The one that when I bought my, I said my generic off the off the rack pair, I bought from them. I was very happy with them, how mm. they fit and like they like machine washable, and everything. So, um, and they do a custom area as well. So I went through them, and I've been satisfied with them every time. So, each time they've got, I've gone through them. Um but yeah there are like a load of UK people, um Fix Stitches one, a lot of my friends go through. Um yeah. It, I mean imagine though in the mid to late nineties just trying to find some
0: rest and keeping.
1: So
2: did have
0: like so many online, yeah. Yeah. Probably have to make some out of curtains or something, yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: There's a lot of like clever gear back in those days, weren't there? <laughs> Yeah. yeah oh you can't um, like, like everyone, everyone in the ACW
3: route
0: and went in shorts <laughs> <laughs> you could be like a um, naked medium
3: <laughs> <All>
0: that, yeah. <laughs> that's one way <laughs> <laughs> watching gear
1: afterwards i guess
2: yeah <laughs> um you said you're going to watch the el- elimination chamber have you got any predictions for it who do you think is going to win who do you want to win
1: Um, I think Drew Drew will keep the belt in the men's Raw. Um, yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think
2: it's Cesaro, Daniel Bryan, Jerusel.
1: Uh, I think um, it will be over <laughs> or Bryan because then they will get their title shot. Like, is it which which they both deserve? I think, but I think it's Edge and um
0: reigns at Mania. Mm.
1: Mm.
0: When do you think the um the, the winning the bank is gonna be cashed in? Because it's it's gonna be cashed in soon soon, hasn't it?
1: Yeah. Um it's Miz, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Took him, yeah. He took himself out of the chamber, didn't he? Um I think he'll try maybe this show actually and lose. Um yeah I think he'll try at Elimination Chamber. Because that's how, that's how Edge did it, wasn't it wasn't the first time.
2: Oh, that,
1: uh, On Cena, is that right?
2: I think you're right there, yeah. Right, yeah. What's well, been your favourite
1: cash-in? I think uh, maybe the Edge one, because I, I remember staying up to watch that one live and that was, no one had thought of that. Everyone thought it'd just be a straight-up match and he just comes out at the end of hmm. this elimination chamber. Just hmm. seeing his, see his face, um, the Dolph Ziggler one as well was huge, um, yeah. That, like the crowd, the Seth Rollins one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he, well, I quite liked... we, yeah, I think a couple of people called it after he lost to Randy,
3: mm.
1: but no one actually believed it until we actually come running down. And everyone just thought, I was, <laughs> I was, I watched WrestleMania <laughs> with the same few mates every year.
0: And we one? I was like, "Oh my god, this is the best. <laughs> well." I believe he only got told about it like not long before he cashed it I mean, in. I think oh, it was I after his that. match
2: he got told. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and it, I, I, I
0: think if he
2: cashes straight, gonna be my highlight
1: <laughs>
2: WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh wait, there, Seth. Um, I think Sheamus' was a good one as well, where. Roman was celebrating and there was confetti and he's just appeared out of nowhere. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah
1: I, th- I think my my least favourite was the Randy Orton and Daniel Bryan because everyone saw that one coming. Mm-hmm. At SummerSlam. He beat Cena, then Triple H was the guest referee and he's just casually standing around waiting for the to turn around. Just like, Ah. Oh. I <laughs> <laughs> saw that coming. I think the most underrated, mm-hmm. though, is RVD. That one night stand match yeah. for Cena was amazing. Oh, the crowd were ridiculous.
0: RVD is just, I love him. He's so good, isn't he? Yeah,
2: yeah, I, don't, yeah I just wish he'd, That's I don't think I'll he'll ever be back. I can't
1: either. take things from. Yeah. No.
0: I don't think, I don't think so. Um, so, Aaron, just before we go, um, once lockdown is... Is out the way, we're back to normal. Um, what do you think the rest of the year has for SOS and for yourself?
1: Um, I think we will, we'll, as soon as we're allowed to, and as soon as we're all sort of back into ring shape and safe, we'll, we'll go back to our last Friday of every month, our Friday night SOS shows. Um, hopefully, we can get them out back out again. I think because we have a luxury of, of the venue we train at. It's, it's like owned mm. by uh, one of the guys who owns. Who, the guy who owns it is invested into SOS as well, so we don't sort of, you know, a lot of people aren't running at fifty percent capacity because they can't afford to, basically. But we have the luxury we can, so we well, hopefully yeah. will be able to get back out there. Um, but as I said, as soon as things start opening up, I'm, I'm going to be like first one at the door, like just just trying.
0: I said, trying to get myself back out there. Mm. Good, yeah. And um, we'll put all your details um, on our social media. Get trying and sell your, your merch. <laughs> thank you. Uh, it's, yeah, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Um, and, yeah, I look right, forward thank to... You. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I look forward to seeing you thank and Mr um, West in the future. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, well, I'll talk to you it. soon. i to get back you. out there. Yeah, you too, mm-hmm. guys.
2: Thank <laughs> see you. Gracias no por